0: That Hello everyone, welcome back. I'm your host with the mouse, Money Brown. We are here with another attack of the mini So, this time around, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, the only reason why everybody isn't here is because I've been bit down lately, honestly, but it's all good, everything's fine. It was a bit of a mood. Uh but We're going to get this episode to you guys because you guys deserve to know about it. And, I mean, Comic-Con is happening and there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Plus, if you thought I was going to miss an opportunity to talk about some of these things, you got another thing coming. (laughs) But I'm just going to go through the little quick little run through. So, uh, check it. We've been playing a lot of Extra Primal. Kind of want to, we'll definitely discuss it as a group again. But so far, a new Kind of a little uh, jump the gun on the review because this is a really unorthodox game. Um, The way it's set up is strange, but we played a ton of it. Uh, just kept playing it just because we were enjoying uh, having fun with it, only to find out that like our initial review was just not the best impression of it. And to be honest, our impressions of it has gone up. So impressions up. Definitely the review score has gone up. I'm pretty sure we're definitely all around still on the same idea that you should get it on a sale, though, for sure. Getting it on sale seems like the move, but it's definitely far more worth the price of admission now that we've gotten a decent amount of hours into it. Like, significant. The game opens up significantly. There are way more modes. You're just, the game's so random, You there's no way of you actually knowing about them until uh, much later on as they unlock because the story mode... Has a weird progression thing, uh, where essentially you have to play X amount of matches so that more story gets revealed to you, and then those matches get revealed through actual thing. Basically, the whole campaign that is integrated into the multiplayer acts as a giant tutorial that slowly introduces new mechanics and new care, like new uh, enemy types, new game modes, and it's just it's unique, honestly. I don't know how I it's a little weird because it doesn't allow people to get the best impression of what the overall packet of the game is very early on. And although it's not a bad idea, I do think the the length in which it takes to really truly unravel everything this game has to offer might not be the best. But it's weird because games like Monster Hunter and several other things do the exact same thing. So it's not really clear, I guess, whether or not it's the best idea clearly it works it's just not the best implementation on this kind of game um but it's all like we said we walked away from it feeling like a significantly different feeling after our first like several games afterwards like that first podcast that we talked about it you know uh we was like it's not bad plays well right plays really well really weird on really light on everything turns out it's not light on anything (laughs) <laughs> it's just that it takes way too long to get to them well maybe not way too long but longer than anybody would expect for a game of this caliber It's the best way i can describe it right now we'll definitely get into a proper conversation on it later when i have the rest of the crew with me um other than that though um beat final fantasy 16 that game is crazy it goes nuts for those of you that haven't played it you should definitely check it out um for those of you who might be a fan of uh the Super Best Friends podcast. Well, no, no longer the Super Best Friends podcast. My bad. I'm thinking in the past. Castle Super Beast, which is Wooly and Pat. Um they actually brought up a really interesting thing about like the lack of difficulty in the game. Um and I am on a fence with it because for me <laughs> this is exposed to me. I didn't I didn't struggle but I also I had some rough times in that game, so it's a little weird. There are definitely things where they were challenging to me. But I'm wondering if it's because of the fact that like <laughs> timing is off. Like everything is has a really slow windup. And for some reason, you know, normally you'd think, wouldn't that make it like you know, easier for you because they're slow? Nah, sometimes I react on the windup, so I end up just getting hit. So I think a lot of the challenge for me at least came from the fact that I'm used to playing faster games. (laughs) Even in Dark Souls, it's like, eh, you don't have to wait till the last minute as long as you're not there except for those overheads, those tracking overheads in Dark Souls. Oh, I hate them from software games. I love them, but like, especially Dark Souls 2, that is the bane of my existence. I, I just... I'm too busy focused on trying to get out of the way that I don't actually pay attention to when they're swinging. And so it's it's a little rough sometimes. I love doing perfect dodges, though. So, I mean, I like playing games like Bayonetta and stuff like that. But that's always been a thing that can, like, trip me up is really slow wind-ups on things. So <laughs> no, to be fair, like, I didn't struggle with the game, I'll say that much. But I definitely see where they're coming from, where the, the difficulty is really weird because there's a ton of things to make it easier, but there's nothing to make it harder. Um I could be playing through Final Fantasy mode. I started messing around with it. I'm actually enjoying it. Really like the story for the game. The story is really cool. Um, I still think the best part about the entire game is the fact that like everyone is turning into the summons. Well, not everyone, but like half the people you're fighting are turning into the summons from the um from the game itself, like from Final Fantasy lore and stuff like that. I honestly and it's gonna sound weird. I wish there were more is the best way I can describe. I just wish they we got to include more of those summons because there's some that are left out that like, obviously they got the, they got the good ones, right? They got the good ones in there, but I just wanted to see what else you could have done. Maybe like secret boss fights or something like that could have been really fun against other dominants that exists. Maybe that like, aren't as well known. I don't know. it's It's a little weird, but I kind of wish they could have got more of them in there. Definitely for sure but like i said super fun time excellent game excellent um i probably would score to a nine to me at least i don't know if it would be a 10 because of those exact flaws i talked about earlier where it's like it's a little weird that you can't make it harder and i've noticed while playing on final fantasy mode that i, I like i did make it a little bit more challenging and i was enjoying it I guess the idea is that there is no way to change this on the first playthrough, which is, I guess, fair, because I mean, I, for me, at least, whenever I first go through a playthrough of a game, I usually either prefer an easier setting or the setting they told me to play. <laughs> They're like the most recommended one, um, just so that you get to experience the games, everything like the story and everything like that. And then, like, obviously, as you, you know, get better at the game, it's difficult to you want, but. I definitely could understand where someone, like, you know, if you're coming from a background of, uh, like, you play Dark Souls, for instance, or you play Devil May Cry, which I do too. I love those games. It's like, you, you really, like, you play it on the hardest difficulty off the jump. I can see how this game is a little easy for you. So, definitely it's there. Um, we'll have to see how hard it gets because there's unlockable modes as you go, but you have to beat the story in order to do it. So, you know, we'll see um other than that let's see what else uh oh actually i think it's for the most part everything i've kind of done i've seen some other things but i kind of want to give it a little bit more time before i uh really dive into like opinions on them so we'll relax on that for a bit um what we do have is a lot of news stuff uh like i said comic-con is going on right now so stuff is just screaming at us going like hey look look at this stuff look at this cool things look at these cool things we got you want to see these cool things we got so obviously the way i am and the way i must be the way of our show um we must look at them so off rip okay so here's one fun one i want to make sure that this okay i did talk about this last time so now i'm talk about this one cool 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 these two things on this docket that got repeated, though. So I was looking at, so I get rid of them. But okay, so I'll start with this because it's a little, it's a little funny, honestly, to me. Um, this is not—it's <laughs> not a Comic Con announcement, but this one is uh, Flash. So Discovery, uh, WB Discovery, is actually just deciding to uh, sell the Flash movie on like uh, the blockchain which makes me immediately think damn we they really need money from that movie <laughs> um to be fair and I'm not a fan of NFTs but like if you own the original version of the flash that's gonna be a treat <laughs> in its own rights that was a treat that movie is god awful like it is it's okay we talked about a decent amount it's weird how it's not the worst movie ever plot wise and certain detail wise but that cgi destroys any fun to be had like most of the fun in that movie um it's just really jarring to look at the entire time also weird plot holes and stuff like that that exist in it in itself but for the most part the flash movie is just it's not worth I just I just don't feel like it was worth seeing mainly because of the fact of like a lot of the controversy surrounding it on top of the fact that like it wasn't even that good of a movie to even justify like the the crap associated that they had to drag along with it like it could have been canceled we wouldn't have really missed anything especially if you weren't going to put it out with at least a monochrome of quality (laughs) right so like the story is fine. Like I said, those, like uh, Ezra Miller acts their butt off in this, obviously to, to play two different worlds and play two different types of characters that play off of each other throughout the whole film. And admittedly, I can say this right now, admittedly, I could see why they couldn't get rid of them <laughs> because they are the entire thing. <laughs> like <laughs> it's they just, they just are. <laughs> The whole crux of it is just a back and forth between, like, Barry and Barry. So, um, it makes sense why they couldn't just remove him or recast, so to speak. Um, that being said, still doesn't really justify everything that people had to go through and all that other crap, right? And then on top of that, with you standing by them during this situation... Uh, you would think that you would at least try to, like CGI, I mentioned, put that extra little step. And it's weird to be like, why are you guys so harking on the CGI? The CGI is predominantly what makes up most of this movie, which means that this, this movie is visually awful to look at, which is really bad in a lot of cases for a film had they relied more on practical effects or just relied more on their costume design like there's even parts where Barry's like his mouth is CGI'd and like his jaw at certain scenes and you're like why why is he even CGI'd like why did you why did why did you do it like that like I understand when you're running around with speed force and all that stuff that makes sense but there's just certain certain scenes that you just kind of see and you're like why did you didn't have to do anything you could have just shot that one honestly if you needed to or if it felt a little weird like I I don't think you needed to go behind and re-edit that it just doesn't make any sense um and then on top of that there's everything involving the the big cameo reveals and all that crap it's it's just this movie was fated to be doomed and you'll probably if you keep that NFT long enough, and if people still care in the future, genuinely you will have something of worth, sort of, because people are gonna wanna be like, I need to know. They're going to. People are gonna wanna be like, I need to know. <laughs> but it's it's one of those films. It's admittedly, it is a film that is so bad that it is good because there is actual value to make fun of a lot of the stuff that happens in it. There's a ton of value. The movie itself is even you know, referential in that type of way where it's making fun of itself in a lot of cases. So, I you don't know. Um, such a weird way to talk about that film. I'm like giving it compliments while also talking at the same time. It's so strange. The movie is conflicting. Surprise. <laughs> um what else we got? So, well. I have to talk about this because everyone knows everyone knows I'm a Spider-Man. So, I gotta talk about Spider Man, and they put out the new trailer, the story trailer, for the new Spider-Man. Spider Man, uh, Spider Marvel Spider Man Two, or Spider Marvel Spider Man PS Five. It's a little weird because, like, technically Miles' thing was on PS Five, so it's not even the first Spider Man game on PS Five. But Miles was Miles was also what kind of kicked it off. But it's weird, Spider Man PS Five. We gotta really find a better name for it. Technically, it's Marvel's Spider-Man, right? Like that's the name of the the thing. But it feels weird because they could have put like anything else on it. They could have got like Sensational, The Amazing Spider. Well, they couldn't use The Amazing Spider-Man, but like like any of the other web of Spider-Man, like any of those <laughs> any of the comic titles would have been super useful at like differentiating these <laughs> Insomniac Spider-Man. I guess we could just use that. It's that's the studio, but that's not often how we do that, but. Fair enough. Insomniac Spider Man is a good way of just differentiating the entire franchise on its own from everything else. But we have Insomniac Spider Man Two here. I'm gonna just probably call it that. <laughs> um, in this trailer, okay, this trailer is cool. This trailer is really cool, right? It's not the craziest thing ever, right? And my initial impressions after watching it wasn't even hype. Honestly, my i'm just already hyped for the game and then obviously i watched it and just got proper theories a ton of people got excited for seeing venom kind of got to see venom already so wasn't really concerned with seeing him we kind of already knew what he looked like that statue is a pretty good <laughs> example of what he looks like and we got to see him in game he looks good he looks good the question is still kind of up in the air this this does a significantly better job at answering the question of who is venom I'm hoping that there's a bit more to it, right? Um, especially with them trying to tell a story. It's just really weird because in the ultimate TV show, um, Harry Osborn is Venom, right? And we seem to be going in the direction that Harry Osborn is Venom, right? Obviously, he's going to be Venom at some point. I'm hoping that there is more than one Venom in this game. (laughs) Um... With Harry Harry Osborn being the proto Venom, he's the first one we get, and then obviously from there, uh, you get crazy more things because, you know, obviously Peter's gonna have the the black suit, all the crazy stuff from that, yada yada, etc. Right? So that's dope, right? Can't wait for that to happen. I have a theory. I have several theories. I have a game theory. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so um theory wise, in the trailer, uh, right around at some point we have like Miles and it he's talking to uh he's talking to, to uh Lee. Uh forgetting what his name. Martin Lee. Martin Lee. Yeah, Mr. Negative from the first game. If you played that one, we're gonna still stick with the idea. Just we'll assume that like you only know the video games and maybe tangential stuff so for those that you know don't know i don't worry about my explaining of things i'm sure you know i just need to do it for those that don't (laughs) so martin lee mr negative from the first game for those that don't know did, did play the first game or just don't remember uh martin lee is responsible for killing uh jefferson davis which is Miles' dad right that's the crux of how miles really gets into this that's how you get it the whole introduction is the entire idea of his uh his his cameo in in that game (laughs) is that it's like oh yeah no this is just his plot line um in in meeting him I think that that is the beginning of the game so Miles is looking kind of angry he's like he looks like he wants to to end uh Martin Lee I think that scene is the beginning of the game for sure I think that whatever is happening in this this is the uh let's call it the opening act kind of how kingpin was in the first one we're gonna do like a prison break again more than likely is my guess seems to be the way of opening these spider-man games with the exception of the first one which had kingpin but it was a raid so yeah um but miles open with a prison like a prison break technically speaking and this one's probably gonna open with a similar thing i think we're gonna see um miles kind of go into kind of murder uh lee um just because he's directly responsible for his father's death. Well, yeah. uh, Peter, being the mentor figure he is is going to talk him down from doing such a thing and being pretty much the idea of we we got to be better, right? You can't can't do this. We got to we got to do it a certain way. This is going to be um the <laughs> quote unquote the thesis statement <laughs> that we're going to use throughout the rest of the film involving the de evolution of peter as he goes through wearing the symbiote which is you know harkening back to the gameplay that we sure saw like a couple months ago at this point during the state of play i think it was state of play for um same game (laughs) where miles in his first interaction with black suit peter parker which i also have a feeling that he's probably had that suit on much longer than we're initially telling i think this is that scene is like dead smack in the middle of the game um (laughs) either dead smack or like actually false I think it's early in the game I I don't think it's dead smack in the middle I think it's like probably before we hit the middle but still the beginning um like basically it's one of the rising actions not anywhere close to the the climax which I mean that makes sense climax is at the Towards the end of the movie, doesn't matter. We're rambling. <laughs> so, basically, we're gonna say that um, that that happens, and in that Miles' interaction with him is like, okay, that's really weird. He doesn't act like this. That's really weird. And you have that proof within that scene in which you know probably happens at the beginning of the game, in which Peter might be talking Miles down at some point. Because the rest of the trailer talks about how uh Peter is just going through it. Right? He's just he's just evolving into a menace <laughs> oh, while uh, really getting to show us Harry in the background and everything like that. So, and we also have our, our other steep, uh, thesis statement. I don't know why I keep saying it's thesis statement, but we're going to use it. Um, where, um, thesis statement is not the right word for it, but it doesn't matter where we have Harry in the beginning talking about how we're going to heal the world, right? So when it is echoed again at the end of the trailer by Venom, who I'm not going to lie, his voice in this is good. It's a good voice. <laughs> hats off. I can't remember the actor's name, but hats off to you, my man. You're doing a good voice for Venom. <laughs> um, but when it's echoed later in this movie, it obviously gives the indication, obvious indications that um, it's Harry. But and this is part of also my theory uh i think because the only two people in that scene in which that statement is like said is harry and peter and with the trailer showing uh peter parker's de-evolution and the eventual combat of like miles versus um (laughs) miles versus uh peter right the idea being is that i think we're gonna have uh peter parker beat venom for a little bit right i think we're also gonna get a variation on the um craven size hunt storyline in this which is weird for his first appearance right but like i think it would work for this considering it's a it's a big video game it's gonna be kind of long you can do a couple different things in here um the reason why i say this is because again in that storyline uh well, those that don't know uh craven's last hunt and i'm not gonna go to the full thing takes place while peter parker has the black suit um he pretty much drugs him buries him alive takes over as spider-man for a while um and you know uh ultimately peter parker uh brings himself back out like he he digs himself out confronts craven um craven in a last bit of being like, Hey, look, I, my life is complete right? Like I did everything I needed to do. There's I've beaten everyone. I I am no more. Right. So he's like, I have nothing left. And so he kills himself. What I think is going to happen, and because I think it's a variation on the story, um, is that I think we're going to have a situation in which Craven gets a little too close for home because he's hunting down both Miles and Peter and several other people throughout the entire series right so he's hunting down wraith he's hunting down uh the lizard Kurt Connors. like he's, he's hunting down people off the wazoo um but he gets a little too close to home peter's wearing a black suit he's like i've had enough he goes to essentially kill craven we see that mary jane is afraid of peter in this and that's kind of fun it's reminiscent of like the uh spider shadow cover for those that know uh That was a fun storyline and kind of fun. We're probably going to get a mission with Mary Jane kind of ducking and weaving um, symbiote Peter Parker, which is going to be fun. I think it'll be funner than anything else in the game as long as that's the one mission in that game that involves doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be just as fun as everything else. (laughs) But um, basically, the idea would be that... uh, he sets forth right to kill craven that's his plan that night mary jane is contacting miles being like he's bro he needs help help him <laughs> and i think although like the trailer is really good at setting up certain thought processes i think that the lead-in that that uh has in the trailer with um miles breaking into what is obviously a craven base because Homeboy is surrounded <laughs> Is him making his way to stop Peter from killing Craven is what I think is going to happen in this. And upon that big fight with Miles and Peter I mentioned earlier, they get rid of the symbiote. But the symbiote finds Craven, and I think Craven is the venom that's in the ending of the game that's bringing down the the choppers. Right? I think the one that we see both Miles and Peter confront on. I mean, obviously, uh, they had the concept art that exists of like Miles and well. It's the art, like the promotional art, I should say, of Miles and Peter fighting Venom. We have the like, uh, there was the statue itself. I think all of that is fun. I also think it could be a lie, right? (laughs) Because we might have nothing. Might totally just be Peter in that suit, right? Could be just Miles in that suit, but it's totally possible it's a lie in which. Both of them aren't fighting him at the same time. Just it's just there to give you the idea that both of them will be fighting a version of Venom at some point throughout this film, right? Um, but I think the one that we see, and assuming that that's the ending, Graven, the one that's like knocking the, I mean, well, a little bit both, I guess. Assuming that's the last final boss version of Venom, right? Assuming that's the last version we're gonna see of him, and it doesn't evolve. That's the version that will be fighting as both Miles and Peters will be fighting a Kraven Kraven version of Venom. (laughs) And that'll be fun because it reflects, so like, let's say like Peter gets close to killing him, right? They get to retreat. Like he gets close to killing Kraven, they get to retreat, they get the black suit. He uses it because he almost died. (laughs) He met someone that was almost too much of a match and that wounds his pride to a point with Symbiote can then Attaches itself to him and they go hunting once more, but they go hunting for the two Spider-Men that did him dirty. Right. <laughs> so, you know, the idea is that you get the idea that Craven is using the black suit like in the Craven slash Hunts thing. Right. He's posing as it. It's his pride is not to a point where he is upset. He is uh, volatile. And thus you get this uh, when he pulls up trying to look like Spider-Man, trying to be like his enemy, be the thing that was able to beat him. He's this crazy, monstrous version of it because he's not them. <laughs> he's he's just not them. <laughs> but that's my theory on it. It looks crazy. Obviously, I had to go talk about it. They also have the armored core um, trailer that was out on this as well. That story trailer goes nuts. I don't know enough about Armor Core to break that down, but I'm excited for this game because I like from software like we talked about. I like myself some hard games sometimes. And um Armor Core was always one of those things that was like pretty dense from afar, and it probably is still gonna be dense in this, but knowing that they're gonna be taking um some of those little bits and pieces from Dark Souls to kind of be like, we're gonna try to improve the game, streamline it a bit, but still have that deep end. I'm really hoping they keep that deep end because that's what the Armored Core fans need. They need that deep. They need that deep end. But From Software has always been pretty good at doing that. So I believe in it. That trailer has nothing to do with any of that. It's just all story. <laughs> it's just mechs being cool. If you just want to see cool mech fights, go look at that Armored Core trailer just because it's it's just cool, right? It's just really... It's, uh, cinematically, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, wow, like... Yeah, no, this is... I can get hyped for this, I can get real hyped for this, <laughs> um, let's see, else do we have, uh, we have Friendly Neighborhood, which, um, this is fun, it's basically, I'm gonna, I was gonna say Resident Evil, and technically, yeah, no, it still works, because I was gonna say it's not that person, but the last two that aren't, like, the remakes have been first person, so it's like Resident Evil, but with, like, Sesame Street uh, puppets, <laughs> and that's a weird way of putting that but yeah no, nah, if you want like a survival horror game cool. yeah, survival horror game that's just kinda kinda goofy <laughs> cause it's still the idea is it's still going for like a scary aspect of it right like it's, it's Sesame Street characters quote unquote you're, in, you're running through like an abandoned I think we talked about it a little bit but like an abandoned uh, set for one of these types of shows Um, but, like, they're, you know, those caricatures of those characters trying to hunt you down and murder you in goofy, weird, flappy, arm-inflatable-man things. (laughs) Ways. So, um, honestly, as an idea, it's just kind of funny. I'm looking forward to it. You shoot letters at them. That's fun. (laughs) Um, what else do we have on this list? Okay, so we have, uh... I didn't look at her trailer. So KOF, the new KF, uh, KF game, I think it's, uh, we're at 14? KOF 14? Yeah, I think it's 14. KF... No, it's 15. We're at KOF 15. 15 announced a new character, well, a returning character. Um, Nadi, I think, Naji, Naji I can't pronounce her name uh, correctly, but she's returning. I know she's a returning character, because she was in 14. Um, But yeah, no, she's back i can't wait to see i just didn't look at the trailer for her so i'm gonna do that right now i know kof doesn't have it's a two-minute trailer it's not long but yeah it's longer than i was expecting because they they have a tendency to do short short trailers um but nah i remember her being really i like her gameplay in the last game and so as i'm gonna look at this right now just to see her again um I'm trusting that we're gonna get some really fun stuff from like her. This summer around, we got a little bit of her. She got the shadow stuff going on as always. Come on, get to the gameplay. It's nice to see Kim. I like seeing Kim in here. I like his new design, actually. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah, she's looking kind of cool. Um, trying to remember what kind of character she was. I and mean, we got a lot of grabs looking like right now. So she got a dive kick. She got several types of dives. Um, she rushed down. She might have been a rushdown. Because a lot of her stuff looks like it does a lot of... She's got a nice little command grab thing going on. Am I sure she's not like a pseudo? She might be a pseudo. She might be like a hybrid between the two, honestly. But I like her new design. I like how they took the scarf hood thing, kept the... She was very Lisa Lisa looking, like a darker skinned Lisa Lisa. And now she's not. She looks a little little fancy. (laughs) Or like Rose, if anybody knows. Yeah, no. OK, We're finally showing some combos. This is looking. He's looking rushed down. So I think I could confirm that's her character archetype on this one. I just couldn't remember from the last game. I'll be honest with you. She looks great. Not I'm not even going to say not one of the characters I would pick because there's always like when I play fighting games, I always find someone fun that I uh, there's always someone that I'm like, you know, did not expect to like you, but you're cool, right? <laughs> You, you get in. You, you're either, like, gonna be the main or you're, like, a tertiary. Like, you're you're in there. Like, I gotta have a pocket you. <laughs> and that's in, like, every fighting game. There's always someone that's like, I just wasn't expecting to like you. I just wasn't expecting it. She feels like she would be that for me. That's the best way I can describe it. Right? It's like, I'm just not expecting to like you. But you're pretty fun. <laughs> um. Oh. We have, um... I'm not really sure how to announce this one. I wish, uh, I don't know. was here for this one, but this is for For Honor. They announced a Mayan, which it's either Mayan or Aztec. Mm. I think it's, a. Uh, I think it's, let's see. I want to make sure I got that. Right, go to the thing. Because it's, it's important to know the difference between the two. oh okay i think it's i think it's aztec yeah well basically basically mexican-american warriors are new um uh, they finally introduced a new one (laughs) um i was really excited for the egyptian one and now we got another one of the, the cultures that we're definitely missing i really wish they would just make them a faction Cause they're probably gonna add I, I, I kind of want to see who they add this one to we got a Jaguar warrior with a spear and what is it oh, I don't know what I, I don't know what it's called I think it's technically a club or a cleaver I don't know what the exact weapon weapon name is it's not but like either way uh looks fun can't wait I'm always excited to get new like cultures and like warriors in for honor. I actually always felt like they should have been doing more of those types of characters in general. Like they did the factions, right? And they did samurai. I think it was samurai knights and Vikings. And I think everyone was expecting with time we were gonna just get more factions. And March and Fire came out, and we we got Chinese. We got the Chinese faction. Um, and uh, I think everybody was just expecting to get more of those, right? And it's it's weird because they've been only introducing instead of entire factions um certain warriors. So we got like a pirate, which I think technically he's on the knights. I don't really know how that one works. Um we had an Egyptian warrior, I don't know where he fits in. We had a ninja, well, ninja was a while ago, but ninja was obviously Japan. I I don't know where the um the Egyptian warrior fits in. There was someone else that was in a weird spot. Right, it was the gladiator. I think it was, yeah, it was the gladiator and the uh, centaurian. The gladiator was in a weird, well, I think both of them were in a weird swap because they were with the knights. But the centaurian is like a Spartan, technically speaking, like the way he's set up is not technically not even in the same thing. And the same thing with the gladiator, where the gladiator didn't actually have to be. They were, they were technically Greek, right? You would have had, like, a Greek faction. <laughs> it's the best way I could describe it. They like tech- they would have been on their own thing, but they, are like, shoved into the knights. And I'm really hoping that this guy is on his own. Either that or they made, like, an other faction, right? Like, just a faction that's just going to be like, yeah, no, we just are a mixed bunch of cultured like, characters that are going to be added to the game pretty much, and that's just what these guys are. Like, that's their faction. They're a combined force. It's weird. Um, but I guess they're not really caring too much because it's just like, we're just adding more to the roster. Um, they're like, I think, what is it? It's been years at this point. Like, Four has been out for a while. I probably got to go back and start beating some people's ass again. Like, I got to get, got to get good. But I'm trying to play a bit more Street Fighter as well, so it's a little weird to, to jump back into another, because fu- I played another fighting game, another fighting game, uh, just to kind of throw some hands but eh, I can always do it. It'll be fun. Um, we got two. We got a bunch. Yeah, like two, two or three in the trailers. I think it's about to drop. Ah, uh, I can't remember exactly when. In fact, if it's, it could be out right now at the time of recording. Um, let me see. I'm gonna do a little quick check of the Steam page. Steam, come here. We have a lot of cool things for this from, from Comic-Con though. So Steam, you want to be a little, a little faster? Cause my computer is not slow. <laughs> Any other time you'll pop up immediately to give me an ad about something. But the time I want to look up information, I don't want to do it. All right, fine. We'll just Google it. It's just Steve wants to be dumb. I would have actually bought it like right now if that was the case. Um, Let's see Remnant Two release it. Okay, two days, two days as of time of recording. So you can pre-order it that's right now. So that's gonna be fun. Can't wait for that. Remnant Two, based on the reviews so far uh, that I've heard, doing great. Actually, like it. It went from. Uh, say remnant one was niche but i guess it kind of was right it was dark souls with guns for like the for like a certain particular like group of people that like really enjoyed it they had co-op it was fun right it's like great proof of concept great actually it was, it was more than like a proof of concept it was a great game but it was like the idea of like seeing where it would go next if they met another one was kind of i didn't expect to get a remnant 2 is the best way i can describe it i wanted to get one and we got one and the fact that we have one is like great apparently all they needed to make this like perfect, right? <laughs> just needed—they didn't even need to get to the third game to be like, yeah, no. Nah, they just needed one more. So that's great to know. Can't wait to get my hand on that one. What else we got? Let's throw down. Um, talk about armor core. I'm pretty sure it's oh, okay. So this one's a good one um atlas is well i guess i should talk about marvels the the marvel trailer too we'll do we'll do both uh so atlas is fallen is this uh it's an action game it's a character action game for what i can tell it's supposed to be coming out but maybe it's more of an rpg to be honest the this game has been super weird about everything involving it is the best way i can describe it um and it looks a lot like another game somehow but this is like yeah the sand action rpg about well yeah, it's it's the action rpg about being in the sand and being like a sand warrior um it's it it has like the weirdest combat system kind of like thing where it's like uh you have to style on people to to make this combo meter go up to give you more access to more abilities but you can't overdo it because if you overdo it Uh, You get punished for it like you burn it like you over exhaust yourself. It's it's basically got the Street Fighter EX system (laughs) Like the Street Fighter 6 green shit (laughs) Uh, Some people like to call it Uh, that uh, As a as an entire mechanic which sounds really cool Like the ability to just have EXs. the problem is is that you also go into the burnout like burnout state is a thing except in this game it's more detrimental because it's single player you're not competing against anyone else so you kind of get yourself really screwed over um like i said it's such a weird system but i'm looking forward to playing it because the world is really interesting like sand is just not a power you get to see very often that you get to play with to be honest so i do have an entire game about like it's a desert setting which has its Desert settings are weird because they can technically count as being overplayed, but at the same time, if you're setting the whole world in this type of place and playing with the idea of sand being all over the place and why, it's interesting. Um, best way I could describe it is the desert has been used as a setting before as like a couple levels as opposed to we're really going for a full game that's like taking place in a weird deserty type area half like for majority of it. Like so much in fact that your power has a lot to do with the setting. So, you know, it just makes sense, I guess, because if you're gonna do like a you know do it in the desert, do cool people doing sad stuff because it's cool. <laughs> it's just not something you see all the time. <laughs> um But I'm looking forward to it. I'm still still I don't know, this game is coming out. Like I genuinely like a lot of these. Oh like in this weird time slot where they're like about to come out, but we don't know exactly when. I think most of them are coming out in August though. Atlas, let's see. Atlas fallen. Come on. Where's your where's your release date? Show me. August 10th. See? Okay, that's what I'm talking about. And then this one, I think you're playing as like an unknown hero. Like un unnamed, not unknown. But you don't I don't think you get to customize, you get to put gear on, but I don't think you get to customize yourself at all. Um be interesting, I want to check it out. You're not the only one that has sand powers either, so it'll be fun. Got like a weird chrono gauntlet thing going on, it's, it looks cool, right? Um, a lot of people aren't talking about it, so I feel like it's probably not gonna make a ton of waves, so it's gonna be have to be something that you pay attention to. <clears throat> I think it'd be really good. Um, I think it'll be a sleeper hit, That's the best way I think it it'll do. We also got the Mortal Kombat trailer, they, they revealed Um, it did two reveals. Technically speaking, we have two Mortal Kombat trailers. They had gameplay revealed for um well, Tanya, Melee, and who's the third one? Someone no else was in here. Someone no else was running around in this background. Thank you, YouTube, for telling me it's age restricted. I know, it's it's gory, it's Mortal Kombat. It'd be like that. Oh, Baraka, Baraka. Um, I actually really like the fact that I don't correct me if I'm wrong, right? Because if I, I was mistaken, if I was if I'm mistaken about this, I'm mistaken. I just don't remember much when it comes to Mortal Kombat. Um, but usually, I paid attention to the story of Mortal Kombat. I thought it was kind of fun. I like the fact that the Tarkatans are not a race anymore. Like originally, they're a race. Now they're disease. They're a disease-ridden people who are pretty much given their the disease turns them into monsters, and over time, they'll just become mindless beasts which kind of gives them significantly more agency and also explains why you have multiple Barakas, right? Like, the Baraka is the leader of the Tarkatans, right? Um, and that's kind of sick. I like that, especially with certain people being also infected but slowly kind of of work their way out of that. It looks like it's kind of fun. That's a nice little change. Tanya kind of got a buff in powers i like what Tanya's doing now i don't know if this counts as a glow up or not is the best way i can describe it <laughs> i don't know if the what she has uh what her new design is counts as a glow up or not i think it's cool i just don't know how to feel about it <laughs> just not sure that's the best way i can describe it that's fun right? get some fun things out of this uh oh yeah and molina i think has a predator mouth so they're doing their best to make sure that the thirst victims are just getting like you t- they're giving it more basically if you you're thirsty for molina you're, you're out here being uh molina thirsty we gotta start looking at you weirder now <laughs> we just have to it has to happen <laughs> i was like i don't wanna I wanted to join you but like at this point i'm like i think i'm out i think i'm completely out on the Molina hype <laughs> um but the other announcement being best way we could describe this is this is both really cool and really lame um they announced the combat pack roster which got leaked so a lot of us knew about a lot of the big reveals that was happening in this one and with time away from that big reveal that big pop i think a lot of us gets to kind of look at it and for sure be like i don't know if this was the move um i have another theory my theory is i think uh, a good half this roster was supposed to be in injustice <laughs> and because that game is not happening like injustice 3 is not happening right now they just got uh slotted over in the year because that just makes sense. Um, I think one of them, I don't know which one was going to be in it, but one of them was supposed to be in Mortal Kombat. The fact that we got both. Yeah. Um, and I definitely said half because, uh, there's three. There's three here. Um, well, there's technically six. There's six total, but like there's three that, uh, that I'm talking about specifically. So, on this combat Pat roster, which is also the other slightly controversial part about this, um... Armak is here. Who I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm actually kind of a base roster. I mean, that's just me. Um, we have Armac, We have Quan Chi. Again, another one that probably should have been base roster, but ah, eh, we got it. We have Takeda, which admittedly good DLC pick. I don't know why you left him out the last game, but good, good actual DLC pick, genuinely. Um, then we have. We have Peacemaker, we have Omni Man, and we have Homelander. And personally, personally, um, I don't know who I would have took out out of the two. Peacemaker deserves to be here and here, I guess. Sure, why not? He's fun, right? Because the show was really, like, the show was good. Peacemaker's funny. Um, he could have been in Injustice. would have been fine. Like you could have just put Peacemaker in Injustice. He's here as a guest character because they own both, right? Um, Omni-Man and Homelander are the two. It's like, okay. Part of me believes they were built out of slight laziness. I feel like the two of them are just going to have... Um, they're just going to have the other half of Superman's moveset, so gonna you know, have Superman break him in half and then give him give them both a little extra to do their own thing so obviously all the crazy punches all the grabs and stuff going to uh home not Homelander Omni man because Omni man can't do the heat vision or cold breath stuff which I don't even think Homelander has cold breath um right but like all the super crazy Superman grabs and stuff that's going to Omni man right he gets to crush somebody's head he gets to do what he did to the justice society or what was they called <laughs> i think they were Justice Society, something like that we globe defenders <laughs> um he's gonna do that to you or whoever you're playing oh <laughs> uh, homelander on the other hand he's probably gonna have a lot of the range stuff this homelander only knows how to spam the one move he's not good at punching anybody clearly and he'd be pretty shitty at fighting anybody close up so guess what all the beam moves all the walk forward beam stuff that's gonna be Homelander it's gonna just revolve around him being like I'm gonna shoot you with beams <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that <laughs> Homelander is pretty stupid <laughs> but um yeah um like I said not really sure if we needed both. Just not sure if we needed both. One, of, one or the other, or at the very least, at the very least, split them up. Like put them in two different packs. Like I, I would have took a, a homelander at the end of, eh, probably the next one. Cause honestly, Omni Man probably needed to be in this one, especially with um the new season of Invincible finally getting its trailer. Well, we got two trailers. We got one. That is an Adam and Eve uh, special that's coming out for us to watch that will pull this over. I'm pretty sure that's fun. Honestly, if you've been missing Invincible, you get to watch that one. And Eve is one of those really, she's actually one of those really cool characters. I believe it's going over her origins, like how she got started. Yeah, she got like a little mask on she eventually gets rid of. Yeah, basically goes over like her, her how she got started, how she got her powers, all that fun stuff. right? Um. So, we get to check that out. Just generally, one of the better characters in the show, anyway. So, that's gonna be fun. And then, we also have... We have the teaser trailer. We have the real trailer. <laughs> the one that's showing us everyone who's acting in this. And that list is wild. Yo, we got Optimus Prime in here, yo. Optimus, Optimus Prime is in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, And obviously, J.K. Simmons... We have Omni Man coming back, and he finishes off the trailer with what I think is probably the rudest line. I don't even know if he's saying this to Mark. He probably is, just knowing him, though. It feels a little weird considering. Actually, he's savage enough. I'm gonna be honest. Omni Man is totally savage enough to say what he said at the end of the trailer. <laughs> and if you don't know what he said, you should look at the trailer. <laughs> he's like, he's savage enough to say this, but it feels strange knowing that, like, the whole reason he left, he left at the end of season one is because he couldn't, he couldn't go through with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but, Iron Man is totally a savage. He would totally say this, for so it's <laughs> fine. I just feel bad for Mark. <laughs> I just feel bad for Mark. <laughs> if this is being said to Mark. I'm just like, bro, man, you cannot, you cannot be straight in this relationship. Anymore, (laughs) um, that's that's just funny. (laughs) Uh, okay, what else we got? What else we got? We actually have um, a decent amount of things that were on here, but I would definitely recommend going through. Um, we have payday stealth mission, uh, payday three stealth mission gameplay. So, if you want to see anything with stealth mission, like not with stealth for payday for payday three, you can go ahead and check that one out. That one's fun. I'm not a huge fan of uh, the Payday series, so that's that's a thing. We have Godzilla minus one, which looks cool. Who likes Godzilla? I like Godzilla. I have friends that really really like Godzilla. Big kaiju's doing cool shit is cool. Go look at big kaiju do cool shit. <laughs> it's just that simple. <laughs> it's just that simple. <laughs> Some of you might be looking like, why are you so hyped for a giant litter- uh, lizard? Shut up. Be hype for the giant lizard. He's cool. He drop kicked people. Know how crazy it is for a giant, fifty-story-tall lizard to drop kick someone. Well, fifty stories is eh, you know, an accent. You know, fifty story. Fifty-story-tall lizard drop kicking someone. That shit's crazy. If you like Pacific Rim, that shit's awesome. If you like King Kong, that shit's awesome. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> Um, we also have Wrestling Quest, which I think is really cool. It's a wrestling game that has RBD mechanics for going around doing tag team stuff. It's really dope. Go check that one out if you ever want to see that. We have some gameplay for Sandlands. 12 minutes of it. Really excited about this game. Um, looks like a vibe. Uh, I just want to, like I said before, anything in Akira Toriyama's art style that just isn't Dragon Ball is like really fun. right? Like I, I want to see him do more stuff. He's drawn a crap ton of other things throughout the years. So it's just nice to see ev- anything outside of Dragon Ball because everyone's kind of used to that world. And, well, to be honest, everyone's used to the Dragon Ball Z world, right? But, like, the Dragon Ball stuff, we haven't actually seen much of that. And that's what's kind of being flavored throughout these other things. Tim just doing other stuff, and that's kind of fun. Um, What else we got? We got Immortals uh, of Avium, I believe? Or Avium? This game is super weird to me because, like, I think it's its art style more than anything else. Its art style seems super generic, but like the game looks fun. It's like wizard machine gun stuff, basically first person infamous kind of things going on. Right? It's it's Doom. It really is just Doom with magic. Um, <laughs> it's it's got that kind of feel. Um, the story is happening. I couldn't tell you much about it and in this trailer. It's actually a story trailer, which alan i will admit this full-heartedly i did give a shit during this trailer there was an actual genuinely really good like or at least really decent dialogue for the most part with like that was telling somewhat of a compelling story well say i'm not gonna say somewhat it's telling compelling story i was interested in what was happening i was like okay what's happening here sounding kind of cool these sound like things i like we got magic stuff we got technology stuff these are all things i like i'm probably gonna play this game the art style is the only thing that does it because it's going for realism. So it's not really anything, it's not popping. Your art design is fine. Like everything and there's a huge difference between the two, I guess. The art design, how things look in the world, right? Like how how things are made and crafted and stuff like that, right? How uh the buildings are looking and stuff like that. That looks cool. Like all of that stuff, awesome. It's just it shows such a weird style. Like it's not even a weird style, it's just. Something that doesn't really feel very complimentary towards what is happening. Because it's all realism. It's just just realism. Realism, at this point, is just kind of boring. Video games, or at the very least, it's kind of generic video game. (laughs) At this point, like, you're not actually doing anything special. You're just going for realism. Like, wow, the kind of ish. Um, But they have a bunch of, like, actually pretty decent actors in this doing their jobs doing good jobs actually so go check it out go look at it it's probably it's probably gonna be really fun oh how can i forget this because this one was actually really cool um they announced another game well obviously they have the walking dead um they have the the daryl show that's coming out which i don't give a fuck i just mean, i'm sorry i still care i mean I'm a comic book fan for Walking Dead, and I like the video games, so like, for me, a show about the character that never existed doesn't really do anything for me, but it's whatever. They also have a film for Michonne as well, right? That's coming out. Plus, I think a lot of people at this point fall off of Walking Dead, and it's not really that crazy to be like, yeah, no, I think we're good on the show. Um, but if you're interested, I don't want to dissuade you. Go check it out. That's just my personal opinion on the show, anyway. Um if you've been enjoying the show and you like Daryl and that's your favorite character, it is actually kind of a cool idea to give him his own unique show anyway, because technically speaking, I do kind of feel like maybe they should have did that to begin with in some instances, though adapting the comics was always something that's really cool that they did in this, so it's kind of fun. Um, you got High on Life, High on Life, the DLC for that. I haven't had a chance to really look into that one, but fair enough if you, it's also coming to playstation by the way so if you like swan's game stuff um if you like rick and morty which has a lot of rick and morty's style humor it's really made by those people <laughs> um go check it out especially with the it's getting a dlc kudos to that game uh i thought some of the scenes were was funny i just didn't get a chance to play through it completely it, it's weird because rick and morty is something i enjoy but i don't think it's really my thing um there's also Skull Island Rise of King Kong I was talking about giant kaijus uh that's a game so do that yeah uh where is it the, there was another Walking Dead thing that was actually really cool I'm trying to find it for you guys but I don't remember what it was though um it is basically by the same people that did Project Winter and it is a quote-unquote Among Us style it's it's actually just Project Winter but Walking Dead right but i'll say among Us style to help everybody that doesn't know um but it, that's the style of game it is it's an among us style um like walking dead game which you are attempting to have a team of saboteurs you have a team of uh well normal individuals are trying to just survive the zombie apocalypse you're doing your best to survive the zombie apocalypse while trying to root out those people who are trying to sabotage you in your daily events and with acts well technically speaking, there's plenty of other stuff for you guys to look at. Like for instance, uh Devil May Cry, Peak of Combat, they're getting they like a Nero trailer uh that's out. It's called the Devil Claw trailer. I'm not really sure why they called it that, but yeah, it's fun. Right? Um, go check it out. There'll be in in the uh stuff, there's like Transformers game in there as well that I want to talk about, but like I just genuinely not really sure if this is for children or for anybody. <laughs> like, it's the best way I can really describe it. It looks kind of fun, right? I'm just not certain who it's aimed at, so it's, it's a little weird. It's hard to be like, it's hard to be excited for something are just not really clear if it's for you or not. You know what I mean? Um, all of that is in there. There's a bunch of other stuff. Like Firewall Ultra, uh, and uh, I think Kill Squad, a bunch of other games you guys should definitely check out. These are just the ones that I want to for sure just mention to you guys uh as always appreciate you guys for coming out and listening we're gonna wrap up this episode but be sure to go check out the actual podcast well a normal podcast whenever you can because minisodes exist for you know news stuff like this um go check that out go look us up follow us on youtube follow us on twitter and threads so you can follow us on the threads at uh Well, both of these, like, YouTube... (laughs) I am messing up the outro. That's weird. (laughs) But you can follow both of those, like the uh, social media stuff, which is uh, paper underscore action, and you can just follow us on YouTube at paperplayaction. We're starting to put out the podcast episodes over there, which is good, but they'll be kind of sparsed around because it's based on whether or not we uh, max out over two hours or not. Um... So it's, it's gonna be a little weird. When we have long ones, we can't do it. When we have shorter ones, we could definitely do it. So it'll be fun. Um, but we have plans for that channel, so get excited for those plans in the future, especially now that we're starting to ramp up some things with things like that. So uh we'll hopefully be moving into those real soon or in the near future within mean, this year. Um So be excited. Don't wanna announce them completely just yet. Just, just be ready. Um also as well if you have any questions for us, anything you'd like to send if you are like an artist of any kind, musical or otherwise, honestly, <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and send that to paperplayaction at gmail.com. That is paperplayaction at gmail.com. And if you want to just support the show, I mean we got like the Patreon, we got the uh, the the Koji, we had the PayPal, we had Cash App. If you just look for us on any of those you'll probably find us <laughs> um but it's there just in case you wanted to just throw a little tip jar type things situation in there you no know, cash out did not really work for everybody so i got a couple extra ones to just kind of even it out and if you wanted to just do a little strip thing you know patreon right there just because um and but you know the number one way to probably support the show if anything is to talk about it spread it around tell people about it Because we don't pay for advertisements around here. We're trying to do a word-of-mouth thing and genuinely get you guys to talk about us. If we're doing well enough to warrant that kind of thing, we'd really appreciate it if you spread us out. You know, if you want to recommend us to, to somebody else, if you're enjoying us talking to you guys and stuff like that, just go ahead. It's been crazy. It's been a wild three years, which is crazy to think about. We're on that third year. Um so all means guys like just you know send us out talk about us you sort of just put it out there if you've been listening for that long like we appreciate you we appreciate you guys for real like every single bit about it so the fact that you're staying with us by listening to us it's always dope so thanks guys that's gonna be end of this episode we will catch you all later. good night you